0: When the game is over, the fun begins. Interviews, highlights, analysis, and your opinion. This is Overtime Open Line, brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Now, from the Terry Peranich Team Broadcast
1: Center, Reed Wilkins, Reed Wilkins on, on Oilers on Radio Oilers. 630 Chat. Connor McDavid, who bursts into the offensive zone, waiting, loading, backdoor, and it's tipped in by Klingberg, and Connor McDavid will be credited with his 6. Bending wrist shot into a crowd deflected McDavid backdoor scores. Connor McDavid's got two. McDavid breaks free in over the line. One timer, and that was a slap pass. Rebound score. Connor McDavid's got his first NHL hat
2: trick. And it is a big one for the Oilers. They win 5 2 in Dallas, ending their five game losing streak. McDavid. With three, Cam Talbot solid in net. Tyler Pitlick and Oscar Kleffbaum also scored. The Oilers jumped out to a 4-0 lead before the game was half over. Dallas did make a push late in the second and early in the third, but McDavid's hat-trick goal finally clinching it with just over 13 minutes to go. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It is 805 overtime open line from the Terry Peranders Team Broadcast Center, along with Rob Brown. I am Reed Wilkins, and a game that the Oilers were itching to have where finally they might get some bounces and be able to finish some chances in front, and that all happened tonight.
3: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing was the bounces. Uh, I, the Oilers hadn't played poorly in a lot of these games on this five-game losing streak. They out teams, they out-shot teams. At the end of the night, the wins weren't there, but they were close. And I think tonight they finally got the breaks, and it started with the first goal. The Oilers have given up the first goal in, what, a seven straight, uh, given up goals in the first ten minutes, nine straight games. A lot of those weren't, they were getting outplayed. They're, they're getting bad breaks against them in, in some of the occasions. Tonight, they got a good break, and they score the first goal. Connor McDavid makes a pass in front. It goes in and off Kling, Klingberg's stick. And all of a sudden, a big sigh of relief on the Oilers' bench. They are now playing with a lead, something that they have not done for for quite a while. They weren't chasing. And you heard Connor McDavid talk about that after the game. It was was a different type of feeling when they're not chasing. They have the lead, and they ran with it.
2: 5-2 the final, and that
3: means for the third time
2: this season. The Japanese Village Goal Light is on on the Oilers page on 630 com. We turn it on whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game. You can now go to that website. Print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village. Three locations in Edmonton, downtown, south side, and north side. There we go. Lots to get to tonight. We'll certainly talk about the lineup changes. Drake Cajula plays his first NHL game, gets a point. Zach Cassian uh, wound up in the doghouse, so we'll touch on that as well as we go along. 780 496 0063. And George kicks off the phone calls tonight. Hello, George. Hey.
4: Hi, George. Go ahead. Yeah, I just uh, wish I was at home because I would have been wearing my hat.
2: You have an Oilers hat? Yeah, I got a
5: NHL top hat that I wear.
2: Okay, cool. So did, did you not get to watch the game, George? No, I saw it, but it wasn't live, eh? So, oh, okay. It wasn't the same. All right. Is that your lucky hat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wishing to see
6: McDavid get his first one in it. So,
2: Right on. All right. Thanks for calling, George. We appreciate it. 780-496-0063. Yessi Pugliarve wound up with a star tonight, Rob, and we talked when is he going to get to play with McDavid, when is he going to get to play with McDavid. Well, he was there tonight, able to pick up a couple of assists, and uh, I thought overall an effective night for the big rookie.
3: It it was. I thought he played well. He got involved. Uh, Moving his feet. When you're a big man, you have to move your feet, and if you don't, then all of a sudden you look much slower than you actually are. He made a really nice play on the one McDavid goal where McDavid got it down on the goal line, came in and stuffed it. Pilyarvi found him. Nice little, slick little pass to him. The other one, I'm not sure the hat trick goal. what what he was trying to do there. It was a half pass, half slap shot that went nowhere near the net, Nork McDavid. But there's where the puck luck came in and it bounces right to McDavid's stick. Uh, I, I expect he'll be back on that line with McDavid again on Monday. And here's his opportunity uh, to continue to play with one of the best in the world and see what he can do with them. But he, he had a good game, and when you get that opportunity, you got to grasp it. And I know. I believe he did that tonight.
2: Puglia Yarve named the third star. These are selected by Mike Heike from the Dallas Morning News, really good writer that covers the stars. Cam Talbot, the second star. Connor McDavid, obviously the first star with a hat trick. Your fourth star of the game is presented by Missioner Allen Auctioneering. Check out maauctions.com for industrial and automotive sale dates. I think we probably agree, Rob, so I'm just going to let you roll with this.
3: Yeah, Anton Slepyshev. uh, He has two assists tonight. He's plus two and also led the team in hits tonight, Anton Slepyshev. Uh, He's been very good, and he's a guy that... You know, you're worried it could be in and out of the lineup, but when he gets that opportunity, he's making the best of it. He, he looked comfortable with the puck. He looked confident with the puck, and I thought he has put together a, a string of very good hockey games for Anton. He's our four-star, and uh, if he continues to play like he does right now, it just gives the Oilers so many options on their wings to be able to play a young kid in a scoring line situation. And in, he's grabbed it again, just like Arby, and and run with it. You can remember, you can always text
2: 630-630. Oilers win 5-2 tonight. Terry is on the phone line. Hey, Terry, go ahead.
4: Hey, Rob Reed. Good evening. Um, nice to talk to you guys again. I think I know I, uh, uh, why the Oilers went through their losing streak and uh, why it stopped tonight. Uh, if you bear with me, uh, my superstitious moment. I uh, had a little accident about a month ago. I had a, a fall and I didn't just sprain one ankle, I sprained two. So it was kind of tough for me to get to the fridge and have a beer when I'm watching hockey. So I'm watching these games sober, completely sober, and it's pretty grim. So I decided tonight, you know what? Ankles are feeling better. Uh, I'm sixty eight, I've recovered a little bit, gonna have some vitamins. And guess what? Uh, I don't, my wife hasn't bought it either. But I thought I'd tell it to you.
2: <laughs> well, it's uh, it uh, makes as much sense as some of the other theories we've heard, uh, <laughs> Jerry So I, I hope I'm glad your ankles are feeling better. I hope the. Uh, the beer was tasty and it's still early enough for one or two more if you feel like it, okay,
4: buddy? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> game was great. Thanks, gentlemen.
3: That is Terry calling it. Poor gentleman's two. gonna be a drunk because you know he has to drink every game the rest of the season. Things that pit fans do for well, their team. You can, you can
2: budget it, you know, you can yeah, move you know along what? at a comfortable Some, pace. Well,
3: you can, but why?
2: seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Okay, Drake Kajula. Into the lineup, he gets an assist in the first period. Obviously his first point. How do you assess the young man? A lot of anticipation for him to finally get in there, Rob.
3: I thought he played well. Um, Tough coming into a situation with nothing under his belt. He doesn't have the experience that he can look at. Okay, I haven't played this year, but in years past I did this. I mean, first ever NHL game coming off a long stint uh, on the injury list. So it it was nice. It's always cool when you, you get your first point, that it's something that you can also want to tape so that you can rewind and show it over and over again. It, it wasn't a one where it bounced off someone's stick or you were the second guy to touch it and they, you got this free assist. A wonderful play, a nice two-on-one. And the one thing that they loved about him, Drake, in, in the preseason was his hockey IQ his ability to make plays. And on the play to Pitlick, he got the defenseman to fall, he pulled the puck back, he stops, he makes a nice little saucer over to Pitlick that he was able to finish. When you have players deep in your lineup, on your your fourth line, that you can move up and down any time, depending on what's going on in the game, that you can put out there, feel comfortable defensively, but also know that they can chip in, and that's what this line is doing. I mean, Pitlick's second on the team in goals was six, so I thought Drake was very good tonight considering he hadn't played yet this season, and I believe he's just going to get better.
2: Oilers win 5-2. That means 125 bucks going to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, courtesy of Booster Juice, an oasis of freshness in a fast-paced world. Booster Juice donating $25 for every Oilers goal this season. Jimmy, texting into 63630, says it was great to see the win and be the best team from start to finish. Dominant tonight, Benning was very good, Jimmy adds.
3: Uh, Benning was excellent tonight. Every game he just looks a little more confident. He's he's not afraid to make plays. He'll take the hit to make a play. We saw that a couple times in his own zone. Uh, We've seen a physicality in his game that I didn't know that he had that part that he could throw into it, and that just adds to it. Uh, I mean, thing, but they got Nurse and Benning were a third pairing. They they ended up playing what fifteen? Where's Benning on here tonight? Played fifteen minutes. I mean, that's a couple of kids. Not a lot of games under their belt, playing together and, and looking fine out there. I believe Nurse is looking stronger and stronger every game, looking more confident, not afraid to jump up in the play. So you've got an offensive team with a lot of guys that like to move the puck. You got very uh, gifted Centermen that like to make passes now you got a nurse that jumps up in the play now you got a Benning that jumps up in the play a cleft bomb jumps up in the play uh, a Russell so this is a team now that 's got that second wave of attack and, and a player like Benning adds that right hunt hand, right handed shot to to the offense of uh, a game that the Oilers are trying to throw at the other team. So yeah, Benning was good, but this this is a game that you take away two silly pel- penalties by Cassian. It was a game that the Oilers, from start to finish, played 60 full minutes of excellent hockey.
2: Well, and our adjustment of the game would be Zach Cassian not uh, getting to play after he took those penalties for Alberta's chiropractors. Life is the roughest game of all. Feel better, move better, live better with help from your chiropractor. Visit com. It's not often you see a player get his ice, get get benched in a game where his team is winning. But Todd McClellan chose to do that tonight.
3: And rightfully so. Um, you've got to hold players accountable. We've seen it earlier in the season with Benoit Pouliot being held accountable for silly penalties. We've seen it with Jordan Eberle's ice time being uh, slashed and taken off of Connor McDavid's line for, you know, a little laziness during his game. And, and Zach Kassian, in a game that the Oilers had complete, complete control of, this was all Edmonton, up 4 nothing. everything going their way. You get a hooking penalty, fine. Penalties happen. But you can't show up the referee, and you can't continue to, to, to mouth off to the referee. And all of a sudden, you get a four-minute penalty. Dallas Stars score two goals, and they make a game out of it. This should have been a very comfortable third period. Eventually, it became that. But Zach Cassian taking a silly penalty got what he deserved and was sat for the entire third period.
2: All right, it's 8.15. We'll take a quick timeout. The Oilers end their five-game losing streak with a 5-2 win in Dallas. If you're on hold, stay there. We have post-game reaction coming up as well. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. It's Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Terry Peranich Team Broadcast Centre.
1: Live from the Terry Perenich Team Broadcast Center, this is Overtime Open Line. Brought to you by the Canadian Brewhouse on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And the stars contained. Jamie Benn races down the left-hand side. He'll put the brakes on, cross-lice, beauty pass to Jordy, backdoor. What a save by Talbot on Tyler Sagan, point blank.
2: And then rolled into the blue pan. and the Oilers having to tug it free. You know, Cam Talbot played very well tonight. That's your save of the game for Armour Insurance. Complete a free quote for a $10 Tim card at ArmorInsurance.ca. Made a couple of good saves in the first period. Clearly got busy late in the second and early in the third, and that was a a key to preserving an Oilers lead, and then eventually McDavid puts it away with his hat-trick goal 5-2 is the final. We're going to go to Joanne on line 37804960063. Hey, Joanne.
1: Hi, how are you tonight? Very good. I'm I'm really upset with Cassian. I re- <laughs> He should sit another game. He took away Talbot's um, shutout. Talbot could have gotten a shutout because when he was uh, in the penalty box, that's when they got their two goals.
3: It is true. I, it might have been early to make the shutout call, but I, I you know Cassian got what he deserves. I don't think they'll bench him the next game. I think the message was sent. Uh, it's kind of like the the NHL. Here you get. Here's your first warning, and it's going to be a, a period. Your next warning will be a little bit longer. Your warning after that will be, you know, games. But uh, it, it was not a smart penalty, and it cost the Oilers. Fortunately, it didn't cost them a game. But uh, I don't. I don't believe he'll be out next game. I think he'll still be back in, given the well, benefit of the be. doubt. He should be. <laughs> who, well. would you, who would you put in, Joanne? I don't know. Put Pouliot back in. Put Latessus back in. What I are you think, thinking? I think right now she's thinking anybody, anybody. but Cassian. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Anybody,
1: but the person that I really, really am really excited about is Darnell Nurse. I love watching him every time. Thank you. I finished venting
2: now. <laughs> right on. Good to hear from you, Joanne. You know Nurse is 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 coming along. You know mm-hmm. didn't didn't play as much tonight as he has in other games, but. We just see a, a confidence and an assuredness with him, and you know, says so you know, Rob. I mean, you've you've been on the ice. Sometimes there aren't. I mean, there are bad decisions, but sometimes it's not a bad decision or a good decision. It's the hesitation that kills you. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do something, just do it. Nurse is starting to do that.
3: Hey, I mean, looking at his game from last year to this year, there's there's no comparison. How far he's come, and then even from the preseason, I don't think he had a strong preseason. He still looked like he wanted to do too much. But as the season has come along so far this year, he's playing within himself. He's not forcing things. And when things come to him, then he makes the right play. He jumps up into the play again. He's slowly starting to do that more and more, but he's doing it at the right time. He's not forcing it. And I'm sure when he was in junior hockey, he could take the puck at any point and rush up the ice and have success the majority of the time. Well, in the National Hockey League, it's a little harder. It takes some players a little while to figure out when to do this, when to do that. And his decision-making, so much better now. So much better. And uh, he, he's uh, he, he's earned the trust of the coaching staff. He penalty kills. coaching staff has talked about the fact that they're not afraid to play him against the other team's best players. And I thought tonight in the game, he and, and Benning were, were were very good against the Dallas stars team that was very skilled up front so yeah i i can see joanne's uh, admiration of darnell nurse because he just continues to get better and that's that only bodes well for the edmonton oilers in the future
2: oilers take it five two seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three we have Steerich on the line tonight hey Steerich, first of all i hope i'm saying your name right thanks for calling go ahead
6: hi how's it going good uh thanks for taking my call uh, listening to Joanne, uh, she's not happy with, uh, Cassian, well, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let's go back to first period. There were some calls against others. I mean, uh, uh, should have been called against Dallas, actually. Uh, they were not. Uh, then uh, you have, uh, uh, then you have McDavid uh, being called for lifting somebody's uh, hockey stick. And uh, there is another similar situation, and uh, Cassian is obviously not happy about it. So,
3: what do you do? Well, he, he, what you do is you go to the penalty box and accept it. Yeah, and he, it doesn't. So. It doesn't matter if he argues; it's he's not going to win it. And yeah, you, you uh, kind of, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, he just went too far. He went too far. That was it. Maybe. Well, no, it wasn't a maybe. He certainly did. If you watch the video, he does almost a full circle around the ice. He's using. He
6: was emotionally kind of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On that side. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, it's good to uh, it's good to see that the guys uh, got over the Dallas Stars uh, kind of thing, and let's hope uh, this is going to go the other way, the good way. Yeah, for sure.
2: Thank you so much for calling. I mean, streaky season for the Oilers. They won seven of eight, which included uh, a five-game winning streak. They've only won th- what three of their last eleven, which has included a five-game losing streak. Now Chicago's up next. Then you finish the month with Colorado, Arizona, Arizona, and Toronto. So you hope that they can start going, uh, going the other. I mean, this uh, ten win, ten out of 19, 10 wins in nineteen games. Not bad, kind of average, which is where you and I thought the Oilers might mm-hmm. be, Rob. Um, you know, it's 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 a fine line. They missed an opportunity to scratch out a couple of points with some late losses. Um, you know, they they won a couple of games with some timely goal scoring, and uh, you know they want to sh- come from behind shootout against the Islanders. I, I think their record's fine. They're in a weak division. They're tied. They're technically second. They have the same number of points as Anaheim. Anaheim has a game in hand, so. Uh, I mean, you just hope that. I mean, they did a good job earlier this month when they had a three game losing streak. They came back with a couple wins. You've got to avoid this, you know, ones like this last stretch where they went five.
3: You do, but as you pointed out, everyone in the same division has had one of these long That's losing the streaks. And That's
2: why it's a mediocre division.
3: Yeah, and, and this is where the Oilers are. I mean, there's no. Thought that, that, that this Oiler team was going to be world beaters this year. You know, the second-worst second team in the league last year. They're not all of a sudden going to come out just because they signed one or two players and, all right, let's anoint them the Stanley Cup champions. It's going to be up and downs. They've had, uh, they've had some very good games. They've had some average games. But I bet you that if you go around the National Hockey League and ask the, the guys that are doing our job and say, oh, how's the team been? Well, they've had some games they should have won. They've they've thrown some points away. There's been some streaks that they, they, they couldn't get out of. And, uh, you know, eh, the season's going all right. Every team will find points that they should have had. Every team will find games that they probably should have won that they, they, they threw it away. And that's just the nature of the beast. And you just add all the points up at the end of the season, and hopefully your point number gets you into the top eight and into the playoffs. And right now, I, I don't know if I would have predicted the way the others got to their record right but the their record is probably indicative of what you and I talked about at the end, beginning of the season i thought they were an average hockey club that would fight for a playoff spot, and that's what they're doing right now.
2: All right, if you're on hold, stay there, but we want to bring you some post-game reaction right now. It's the guy who got a hat trick this evening, Connor McDavid. Connor,
7: let's start with the win and just being able to get off the skid as a team and come out of here with a W to end this road trip. Yeah, it's huge for us. Um, you know, to do it in it's a very good Stars team. Um, and definitely is big for our group. Um, you know, the, the toughest one to win is the one to get you out of the slide, so um, you know, we, we did that and hopefully it uh, doesn't happen again for a long time and, and um, you know, we're uh, building an off this. Personally, you check big one, a big milestone from Mont list be your first career hat-trick. Your thought on that? Um, yeah, it was, I mean, three three pretty lucky goals. So I said it yesterday, it's a, it's a funny league that way. Um, you know, you're getting grade eight chances and uh, they're not going in. And then all of a sudden um, you just start putting it there and, and they are going in. So it's weird that way. And, um, you know, definitely happy to, to get off uh, that slump. Not... What were you thinking when the first one went in when you were passing it, obviously, and it went off the Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not too much. I don't know. Just uh, kind just of a relief. Yeah, just a kind of a, a relief, I guess. Um, you no, know, I, I didn't really put too much into it um, anyway. But um, definitely feels good to, well, to get I mean, off it. Got a team that scored the first goal. At, at the yeah, that's early in the game. Yeah, that's big for us as well. I mean, we, we talked about that as well. I mean. Um, starts has been an issue for us and uh, you know we haven't scored the first goal in a long time now and um, to play with the lead as opposed to coming coming from behind is a lot easier so um, definitely it was good for, for our group to, to get an early one. You didn't think you worked too hard on the second or third one? Uh, I mean it's, it's puck luck I guess um, you know you just hang around the net good stuff happens so um, I guess uh, that's all that is.
2: Any thought of- uh, you had your first career goal here as well any thought about doing that in the same building? Um.
7: Yeah, I guess a coincidence. I'm not sure. Um, definitely good memories here. What's it like playing with Jesse? <laughs> uh, he does a lot of good things. He's a big body. Um, nobody's, he's also still trying to find his way. So, um, you know, you can talk to him through certain situations and, and stuff like that. And obviously he's got some raw ability that um, you just can't really teach. So um, definitely uh, try and find him. So had uh, tricks, how many have multi- Goal games did you have before this? Do you remember how many two goal games you had? No. you don't keep bragging. No, uh, no. To to Yeah, I figured you guys would have known, but <laughs> hey? you I, well, I think he had three last year. I think <laughs> maybe four. Yeah, not he sure. He had the, won the first game
0: yeah. this
7: year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's uh, definitely nice to get over that two goal hump, I guess. I don't know I don't have too many. That's for sure. So thanks, Connor.
2: Uh, All right. Well, I can tell you, Jim Matheson, Connor McDavid now has five multi-goal games in his NHL career. He had three last year what, he had two against the Flames, three tonight. We're not missing any. No, we wouldn't be missing any.
3: No, so and again, players don't count that. Players players will know that if they've had a hat-trick or not, but players won't count how many of those either. This is, it's a stat that that media will look at, but the players, they will know if they've had a hat-trick in their life, but they won't know the amount that they've had.
2: Oilers win 5-2. Gary Chase and Jason are up next on the phones. It's Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Terry Parandish Team Broadcast Centre. A hat-trick. Tyler Pitlick a goal. Oscar Kleffbaum a goal. The Oilers led 4-0. Stars narrowed it to 4-2. McDavid got some insurance in the third. Someone texting in about the three stars. If you missed them, in order, McDavid, Talbot, and Pugliu Yarvi. We have Gary on the phone line. Gary, thanks for calling.
4: Thanks, uh, Reese, Robin. Nice to talk to you guys again. Finally, I hope this is the last long losing streak we ever had for the rest of the year. And if we can go more of a winning streak here. Maybe we'll lose one or two in between. Hopefully this is the last one. Charles um, David, congratulations to Conmee David. It's a relief for oil country fans. He was due for the uh, for the hat trick. I'm glad he got it against the team that has had our number for years. And uh, hopefully we can turn around next time we play these guys. I, know, I understand we got three more games against them for the rest of the year. Um, nice oh, just the one more, Gary. Just, just I'm talking about uh, on defense there with Russell. Really stabilizes our defense in the back. It's good to see. Uh, um, uh and the other guys come back too, you know, I'm referring to uh Hendrix. Hendrix and also uh Kajula. Kajula. Uh, I'm glad he got a point tonight. Uh I guess he's just gonna kind of boost his confidence. And if our defense can maybe shoot a little more like uh, uh clip bomb there is going to go and also uh uh nurse, uh, I think we'll be okay. Just have to uh shoot a little more, especially on on uh when we get power plays. As far as getting Tony's if any, any orders take any more crazy penalties again, if if they have to bench him for rest game, I'm okay with that. Send a message to him. That's all I gotta say. And Bring on Chicago.
2: Right on. Yeah, that could be fun on uh, on Monday night. Just Gary, just not to be Mister Correcty Pants. Just one more against Dallas. They play the Central Division teams three times. The clef bomb goal. He was trying to get an assist on that play. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to make the slap pass and it goes in.
3: Well, it, it, I always said it's, it's karma when you're trying to be unselfish and good things happen. Yeah, it happened with McDavid tonight with a goal, happened with Clefbaum trying to hit, I believe it was, was it Lucic going to the net? No, sorry, it was actually Cassian. He was going for Cassian's stick. Uh, the defender made a good job keeping Cassian's stick off the ice, but his skate knocked the puck in the net. So uh, it was good for Clef Good for the Oilers getting their defensemen involved in the offense.
2: Good for Drake Kajula. He gets an assist in his first NHL
7: game. Let's hear from him. Um, were you thinking you might shoot it, or were you always thinking of passing? No, I'm 50-50 in those situations, and um, I was looking shot for the most part, and then uh, out of the corner of my eye I saw the D-man dropping and thought if I can get it over a stick. Uh, you know, Pitter's got a good chance of, of burying it and, um, you know, Pitter did, so it's cool, good. That you come to the skate by yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I got a bit of a heads up that that I was going to happen, but um, you know, I need see it on TV all the time and uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty cool tradition to be a part of. Were you tired as the game went? on? Did you think, oh, I'm a little rusty I haven't played? Or? Yeah, I, I don't think I had the uh, the typical jump that I normally would but, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what happens when you miss six weeks or so and um, you know, those things will come and uh, you know, sometimes your, your play is just a little bit off or your mind's just a half second slow But, um, you know, the more you play, the more confident you're going to get and uh, the better you're going to be. So that is
2: Drake Kajula. Pass on a 2 1 1 to Tyler Pitlick. Pitlick one timed at home in the first period, made it 2 0 at the time. Kajula tonight plays 12 49, only took four faceoffs. He won two of them. He finishes plus one. We have Chase on the call in line. Hey, Chase, go ahead.
8: Hey, guys, how's it going? We're doing great. Good, good, yeah, great to see that kid finally back on the ice, man. He was uh, he was really, uh, you know, just just seeing him on the ice. It was like guy like a deer in the headlights. He's just going, going, going. First game of the season, man. It's good to see him in there.
2: Thought he played well. I, I guess Chase. Now, now the debate is is there a is there a world here where the Oilers could possibly dress five centers? You, do you see a game where there's McDavid? Leon, Nuge, Letestu, and Drake all in the lineup.
8: I, you know, if that's the way the if that's the way the lineup has been kind of drawn up for a while, I think it works as far as the top three goes. That bottom four, that that fourth line, you know, they really could just you know uh, throw guys in and out. But you know, guys like Latestu and guy, or guys like Letestu and Lander. I mean, I, I love seeing Lander in that center position on the fourth or third line. But, you know, it's going to dictate how these guys play is is when they're going to play and, you know, how much ice time they're going to get. So I guess we just have to wait and see on that.
2: Chase, thanks a lot for calling.
3: I think competition is what the Oilers want. And the coaching staff wants as many bodies that they can have that they can throw in. And if you've got 22 players that are playing well, then all of a sudden you've got to make sure you continue to play well or you're coming out of the lineup. So it's good having competition on a team and having options for the coaching staff.
2: I mean, I think in Latestu's case that there are a lot of players like him in the NHL, but you you need a player like that. And, and let's face it, the Oilers get some injury injured guys back.
3: There will be more to come, unfortunately, at at, at some point. We we haven't seen a, a fully healthy yeah, I mean, Edmonton Oilers team for, for extended rarely, periods of time.
2: you see an Oilers a, a opponent that's, that's fully healthy, no, no one even is. early in the season. Now, the thing is, Letestu and Kajula, one of those guys could play the wink if you needed to on the fourth line. I mean, if a Pitlick had to come out or a Slepashev has to come well, out at so some point. Here's
3: the thing with the Oilers, though. The, the players that would be in and out of your lineup, the Slepashevs, the Pitlicks, are playing so oh, well. Oh,
2: yeah, no worries. So, yeah, right so, yeah.
3: so that's the thing, and you don't want to say, all right, Pitlick has an off, period, all of a sudden he's out, or Sleipashev, he wasn't very good that game, he's out, because there's a lot of players that are star players on this team that have off games, yet they continue to play in the lineup. So uh, it, it, it's tough, but I believe, I mean, there's Latest will be back in the lineup. The thing is, him coming out of the lineup had nothing to do with his play. It simply was numbers. With Benoit Pouliot coming out of the lineup, it had everything to do with his play. It wasn't numbers.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Oilers win at 5-2. Jason is going to try to finish the play with us when we get back. It is Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Terry Peranich Team Broadcast Center.
1: Live from the Terry Peranich Team Broadcast Center, this is Overtime Open Line. Brought to you by the Canadian Brewhouse on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
2: So the Oilers get a win, 5-2 in Dallas. McDavid leads the way with a hat trick. Your scoreboard is presented by Advantage Trailer Rentals. Boston over the Jets, 4-1. Sabres adds the Penguins, 2-1 in a shootout. The Canadians win on home ice, 2-1 over the Leafs. Panthers win in Ottawa, 4-1. Sharks and Coyotes are tied 2-2 late in the third. The Blues knock off the Predators, 3-1. Late in the third, it's the Avalanche up 3-2 on the Wild. Vancouver has a one nothing lead on Chicago late in the first. The Lightning beat the Flyers 3 nothing. Kings over the Devils 4-2. The Oilers' farm team, the Bakersfield Condors, hosting the Stockton Heat. It's one nothing for Stockton at the end of the second period. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks for tuning in. We have Jason on the line. Hello, Jason.
5: Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Good, thank you. Um, yeah, just... My, give you my quick opinion, Robin, and then I want yours. Um, you know, I think uh, thinking about football, you know, they protect the quarterback. You know, the goaltenders in hockey, you protect your goaltender. I think the league really needs to watch their star players. They're the ones bringing in the tickets, and I think that Johnny Goudreau, and now he's out, and, you know, Connor's been clutched and grabs uh, a lot the last several games, and then tonight he gets a hooking penalty that I can, you know, barely see. And to me, it's asinine. That the league is not being a lot more proactive. I mean, these are the guys bringing in bringing the butts in the seats, and and I just think there needs to be a change in the mentality. And I that's my view. And I wanted to get your view on that that whole scenario. And when Connor got that penalty, I just kind of shook my head, like what is the what is the pro, what is the league's approach here? <laughs> you know, like there needs, to, in my opinion, to be a strategy, like a you know the big picture strategy. I mean, you lose your quarterback. I mean, you've you've almost lost your team. You lose a guy like Connor. I mean, it's it's a massive blow. So, I just think the league needs to make some changes. And I wanted to hear your opinion.
3: Well, I mean, good points. Uh, I, I the the penalty that Connor get. I mean, I don't mind penalties like that. Call a penalty when it's a penalty. But I think you've got to make sure that all players are protected. I know there was an article I read the other day, written talking about exactly what you just said, and, and how the NHL it seems this year. Has gone away from the protect at all costs. It's allowed things to happen. I saw a hit, uh, Cadre, on uh, one of the Sedines. Oh yeah, a couple weeks ago. And there was no supplementary discipline at all. And it was uh, a shot. And I don't know if it was direct to the head or not, but it was a blind blind side shot. And I've played the game. I know when players are predatory. I know when they are trying to inflict pain. Right. And that's what that hit was. And there was nothing. And here's got Sadine, uh, one of the, the best players that has played in the National Hockey League in the last 15, 20 years, is crumpled on the ice, and nothing is done by the NHL. Johnny Goudreau out right now. If you go through the NHL, I mean, there's a ton of great hockey players that are out right now because of injuries. This is a player's well, livelihood. And I don't care if it's Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, Matt Hendricks. You've got to protect them. And I don't think the NHL has done a good enough job this year because there are great cases out there that could have been handled differently sending a message throughout the league and it hasn't been
2: Jason, good call you're going to get to try to finish the play tonight you can qualify for the grand prize draw of $1,000 to Integra Tire Auto Center visit Integra Tire to experience service you can trust Integra Tire experience integrity here we go breakout left to right Oduya shaking up at the other end of the play, and the Oilers force a turnoff. is going to have to stay out there. It's Eberle, backhander, short side. All right, Eberle with a shot. Goal or no goal, Jason? No goal.
1: Breakout left to right. Oduya shaking up at the other end of the play, and the Oilers force a turnoff. is going to have to stay out there. It's Eberle, backhander, short side off the post. And Dallas, too many men on the ice.
2: That was Everly, a one-on-two, until the guy who wasn't supposed to come on the ice made <laughs> a crazy play. By the way, Dallas took two too many men penalties tonight. The Oilers took one. The last two, once the game was already five-two, so they didn't have a, a massive impact on the game. But the you know Everly with Maroon and Nugent Hopkins tonight, no points for that line. But, you know, I did think they had some pretty good zone time. And I thought Nugent Hopkins played a good game in both ends of the ice. I
3: I thought that line was very good tonight. Uh, They had a number of chances. Uh, Eberle has always played well with Nugent Hopkins. Uh, they have for, for a number of years. Uh, Maroon seems to play well wherever he is. He brings the exact same type of game. Yeah, they were good. Uh, you go top to bottom, every single line contributed. And, I mean, that's the sad part about Cassian uh, doing what he did and uh, disrupting the lines for the third period because at one point in this game, all four lines were contributing and doing the right things, and you would have liked to have seen that for the full 60.
2: All right. 780-496-0063. It is 5-2. The Oilers knocking off the Dallas Stars tonight. You'll hear from head coach Todd McClellan, and we'll bring in Mike from Ottawa when we get back. Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line from the Terry Peranish Team Broadcast Centre.
0: This is Overtime Open Line, brought to you by the Canadian Brewhouse from the Terry Paranish Team Broadcast Centre. Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chan
1: a frenetic pace here in this first period. It's been hard hitting and down the right hand side. It's a 2-1-1. Kajula dishes one-timer. Score! Tyler Pendlick, sixth of the year on Drake Kajula's first NHL assist. And Edmonton extends to a 2-0
2: lead. Would you believe Tyler Pitlick has six goals on the season? Tied for second in goal scoring on the Oilers with Patrick Maroon. Connor McDavid, a hat trick tonight. He is now up to eight. He also has twenty two points on the year. Oilers win tonight in Dallas five two, along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkinson and we have our old friend Mike from Ottawa on the line. Hey, Mike. and Reed, how's it going, guys?
3: Doing very good. How are you tonight? Good.
8: I'm feeling really good. I got a little quick little song for you, okay? All right. Oh, the Oilers, they're playing on
5: CBC Another scheduled slot. just you wait and see But we got faith in this kid named McDavid Because we all know that
8: he's going to break a skit And he did <laughs> How you doing, boys?
2: Good, that was very nice. Thank you, Mike.
5: Thank you. I made a rule with my wife that um, every time the Oilers scored, I'd have a glass of wine. And uh, five goals tonight, feeling pretty good. Good. Uh, they, it was a good game, and uh, I PVR'd it, so I just finished watching it about ten minutes ago. So I apologize if I'm calling in about the same topic <laughs> you've already talked about. But just want to say, every time they're playing on CBC Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night, they seem to lose and they get blown out. I remember five nothing against Blues. I mean, it just the list goes on and on. And finally tonight, to see a win, to see McDavid get a hat trick, to see the, the nation be able to see. A couple of young guys like Kajula come in there and do well, and uh, play Harvey on the top line. I mean, you know, after a five-game losing streak, I'm feeling pretty good. That's all i got to say, guys.
2: Yeah, appreciate that, Mike. Great song. It's nice to add some creativity to the show.
3: I can't wait to turn on the radio tomorrow, see if we hear that. Uh,
2: before we get to the Todd McClellan postgame, Rob, just want to get because a lot of people are, are texting, and just quick comment on Chris Russell, his impact, how he played on D. Uh,
3: huge impact. Uh, he was desperately missed while he was out of the lineup. He gives the Oilers, when he's in the lineup, their top four is strong, and they can put them out against anyone and feel comfortable. He jumps up in the play. He moves the puck quickly. Uh, you can put him on the penalty kill and feel good about it. Uh, a veteran presence on the back end. Uh, it, the the difference between a Griba and a Russell is it, it, a huge difference, and they added Russell in the lineup tonight, and he paid instant dividends. Very good tonight. Back to Dallas. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Did you think of the start and uh, maybe the performance put on by
0: Connor McDavid well the the start was uh, important for us to get our, our legs underneath us obviously we weren't um, an overly confident team coming in but uh, Connor captain leader uh, played a hell of a game um, stepped up and and uh, laid it on the line everybody else followed um, we're still not perfect we still got a lot of work to do um, you know frustrating in some areas of the game. Uh, but we can't over-evaluate a a win right now. We'll take it any way we can get it, reload and get back home. What do you think that first goal, the break, may be meant for a kid who's got lots of confidence but never hurts to maybe have a little bit more when you're struggling with goals? Well, goal scorers will take them any way they can get them. Um, The the, the guys that score 50 or or 60 goals in in their careers during a regular season well, they score them a, a number of different ways, and a lot of times it's going off a leg or the opponent's putting it in the net. And um, You remember and see the pretty ones all the time, but um, if you're going to get 40 or 50, you're, uh, you're scoring ugly as well. That's what I think job was. I thought Drake gave us exactly what we needed from him, uh, a spark, uh, some speed, got in on the score sheet. We were able to use him on the penalty kill on a night when we took way too many penalties. Um, so happy for him to get the start that he got tonight and, and to come into the lineup uh, on a winning game. Jesse, how uh, did you think he was with Connor? I thought the line was, was good and dangerous. Obviously, at the end of the night, they uh, they produced three uh, three goals, all even strength. Uh, Jesse was a big part of it. What was missing with Chris Russell out of the lineup? And then what did you get from him tonight? Uh, maturity on the back end, um, mm-hmm. a little bit of pace and puck movement. Uh, shot blocking, um, you know, just that veteran uh, stability that he brings. The uh, minor to Zach was not obviously the right proper time. Although in the second half, right? all he did was just kind of sign Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know uh, you know, what was said, but um, it's something that we'll talk about. Cam was, Cam was very good. Talbs was excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the rest helped him a little bit, and he um, had to make some difficult saves. Again, they got away on us in a few situations where uh, where we have to improve. But uh, he was a rock in the net for us tonight, and um, you know, it's unfortunate they got two on the power play because I thought he played tremendous game. Hendrick, so I think he was Excellent. You know, again, coming in, that's it's not easy to yeah. it's not easy to come in and penalty kill, shot block, uh, finds the score sheet, great on the bench for leadership skills. Uh, real good. That is
2: Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Good night for them. They win in Dallas. Would it, will it be a good day for your Edmonton Eskimos? We have them on 630 Ched tomorrow. 9.30 pregame show, 11 o'clock kickoff. They're playing Ottawa in the East Final. Thanks to our studio producer this evening, Kellen Kennedy. You can get more on the Oilers on 630Chet.com. Next Oilers broadcast is Monday. They play Chicago. 5:30 face off show the game will start at 7. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks to li- thanks for listening to Canadian Brew House overtime open line from the Terry Paradish team broadcast center. McDavid a hat trick. Oilers win 5-2 in Dallas. 6:30 Chad Inside
1: Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6:30 Chad.